The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith. Put yourself in the place of the seed. You are the seed that he's sowing at your job. Same into this. And as he has shown you at your job, even though you come in there mild-mannered reporter, y'all know Superman, y'all know him. But notice, you go into the phone booth, pull off your stuff, and the next thing you know, you're rising up. Now they wonder, where did you come from? You came from God. What are you on? You are on an assignment. What are you going to do? You can recultivate the culture. Glory to God. You want to turn it around from a place of hate to a place of love. You are the who? Seed of Abraham. And if you be Abraham's seed, then the promises are also for you. So whatever he promised Abraham, say, me too. Me too. See, when you say, me too, that means that you have received what he has said for Abraham. And whatever he did for Abraham, he's about to do for you. Look at verse 3. Look what he said to Abraham. He said this, And I will bless those who bless you, who confer prosperity and happiness upon you, and curse him who curses or uses insolent language towards Bill Winston. And you will all families and kindreds of the earth, what? Be blessed. So my job is to reach out to all families and kindreds. My job is to go to Central America. My job is to go to Africa. My job is to go to Australia. How should two, one person hear the gospel twice when a person who has an idea heard it once yet? So I'm going out there because I got to, my job, my part of my contract is to bless the nation. Isn't that wonderful? Now, I'm going on your behalf. And when you sow into my expenses, it's like you going along with me. Watch it. And not only that, you're going to get blessed by association, not by accident. Say amen. Look what happened in Luke chapter 5 to Peter. Jesus got in Peter's boat. Am I right about it? So Jesus is a preacher. Am I right about that? So he preached the gospel and then sat out and taught the people out of the ship. Now, when he had left speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. That's not a drought. That's a draught. That's a great increase. Drought is something different. And Simon answered, said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and taken nothing. Nevertheless, at your words that you preached, I will let down the net. Watch this. And when he had this done, he enclosed a great multitude of fishes. And what happened to the net? The net broke. Watch this. And, when, and, and they beckoned to their partners, which were in the other ships, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both ships so that they began to sink. Now, wait, 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 wait now. His partners got what he got. No, no, that's the wrong group over here. His, his partners, let me come all the way over here. His partners got, I better look up here. His partners got, 
Can't you see what I'm saying? His partners got what he got. Why? Because it's by association. You can just hang out with Bill Winston. Come on, you just hang, hang out with me and you're going to get something. Now, see, some people looking at me, oh, he's just bragging on himself. You know I'm not bragging on me. I'm bragging on Jesus. He is the one in your boat. He's the one that's going to increase you. In Genesis chapter 13 and verse 1, if you look at that, you will see the same thing. And Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had, and Lot with him to the south. Watch this. And Abram was what? Say it again. In cattle, silver, and in gold. Now, how did he get that way? God did it. He didn't work for it. Favor got it. Say amen. amen. And look at the next verse after that, please. And he went up the journey from the south and even to Bethel unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and I, unto the place of the altar, which he had made there at the first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord. Watch this. And Lot also, which with, with Abraham had what? Flocks, come on, herds and tents. How did Lot get his stuff? By being associated. Lot didn't have one ounce of faith. And it proved that in chapter, in chapter 14. Because they swept down and took Lot. And took him, took all his stuff, took all his wives, everything, and so forth, ran off with him. And Abraham had to go rescue him. Why? Because he didn't have one ounce of faith. So you can come up in here and not have one ounce of faith yet and just be associated with the right people. And I'm telling you the same anointing that OBW can come on you. Man, you got to get this. That's the power of the anointing. So God now is going to take you because you've been chosen. How do I know that? Ephesians 1 and 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. Chosen. And remember what I said about chosen. Remember what I used the example, me and the boys were out when I was in high school. We were going to a party. It was late, you know, and we showed up at the party. We all thought we were cute. And so we showed up at the party, you know what I'm saying? Don't eat, now participate. And so notice, notice what happened. Uh, me and the boys talking and I saw a young lady looking at me you know, sharp young lady. And uh, I, I, I kind of backed up to see if her eyes were still on me. You know, she told me. I told you don't hate, didn't I tell you don't hate? And so what happened? Kept looking at me and then I moved back up to the boys and I said, boys, I don't know how long I'm gonna be with you. Look, look like I've been choked. Now notice, notice what I was. I was picked out of a group and so were you. You were picked, that's why you're up in here. You were picked out of a group. God saw something in you that he picked you out. He said, I want you. Now, some of y'all are going to be sent back to your own relatives with the gospel. Why? Because he didn't pick them. He picked you first, but he wants all the families to be saved. Isn't this wonderful? So he is going to send you in 
to the world. He's going to send you, he gets you, pulls you out of it, trains you, sends you back. When he sends you, he's going to empower you so that you will be having about you things that will outpace the world. Say amen to this. Now realize that I need to let my light so shine. And it shines best where? In darkness. So I don't need to let it shine up in here. I need to let it shine where? Out there. So he's going to send you out there, whatever profession you have, and he's going to want you to stay with kingdom principles. Because he knows that you cannot change a world if you're conformed to the world. So he says in Romans 12, 2, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. And he knows also you can't change a system outside the system. Cool, I'm talking now. You got to go into that system to change it. Say amen. amen. Now I'm not talking about do like they do, but because you're going to be different. Where they get revenge, you're going to operate in love. Why? Because they can't steal nothing from you. You see, God has promised you that he said, touch not my anointed. Say amen to that. See, if they ever look like they stole something from you, you can be like Job. Remember Job got wiped out. Do you remember that? And here's what Job's wife said in chapter two. She said, do you still maintain your integrity? So your answer to that is yes, because notice in chapter 42, Job got restored twice fold everything he lost. Now, how could he get restored twice fold? Because he kept his integrity. If you ever keep your integrity in the middle of a battle, whether it be a battle of justice, a battle of whatever it is, you will see that whatever you lost is coming back home. See, you can't sink to another level because God won't back another level. He's only going to back kingdom principles. And integrity is a key principle of the kingdom. Justice is a key principle of the kingdom. Martin Luther King didn't win it all because he marched. He won it all because he stood on the word called justice. He stood on the word that God is a just God and whatever's unjust, God's going to fix it up. Lord Jesus. All right, two things. I want to talk about a seed first, and then I want to talk about your mouth. A seed. A seed. The power of a seed. A seed is powerful. Now, look what he says in Mark, in Matthew chapter 13 and verse 31. In Matthew 13, 31, he says this. Another parable put he put forth. Jesus is talking now, saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field. Watch this. Which indeed is the least of all seeds, but when it's grown, it is the greatest among herbs and becometh a tree so that the birds of the air come and lodge under the branches thereof. So even though it be small, a mustard seed, if you've ever seen one, you drop it on the carpet, you can hardly find it if you've got bad eyes. 
And, and, but if you, if you plant that small a seed, then it's going to grow up. Now watch this. It's used to growing in hostile environments. So notice, put yourself in the place of the seed. You are the seed that he's sowing at your job. Say amen to this. And as he has sown you at your job, even though you come in there mild-mannered reporter, y'all know Superman, y'all know what he's But notice, you go into the phone booth, pull off your stuff, and the next thing you know, you rising up. Now they wonder, where did you come from? You came from God. Amen. What are you on? You are on an assignment. Amen. What are you going to do? You're going to cultivate the, you're going to recultivate the culture. Glory to God. You're going to turn it around from a place of hate to a place of love. Woo! To a place where people are hateful and mad and so forth. To a place where people are forgiving. Now, this is the power of the principles of the kingdom that you come from. It might look like they're not working at first, but they are. You just stay with what you've got. Now notice, from the inside out, say inside out. So I'm not going to be moved by the names they call me. I'm only going to be moved by God. You with me? Now see, let me show you how powerful a seed is because a lot of people don't look at a seed. That's why a lot of these kids just run around like this because they didn't think nothing about a seed. Get out of here, you know, tell the kids. Now, what you need to do is say, hey, kid, come on in here. Let me teach you something about so and so forth. So they used to do that a long time ago. A lot of mentoring used to go on. Somehow they're letting them run now. But a seed is very powerful because a seed determines your future. See, that's, that's what a seed represents, your future. And so now, watch this. So he plants you as a seed. Now, let me ask you about a seed. Let's say a woman. She gets impregnated, okay? There's a, there's a seed in there. Let me ask you. Now, women, you have to answer this. <laughs> let, me, let me try this over side. You have to answer this. Isn't it true that that seed will place a demand on anything in that woman's body? that it needs. If it needs calcium, if it, it will strip it from that woman's bones. That's the power of a seed. You, you got to get me now. You got to get me. See, he's going to plant you there as a seed. And whatever you need will be stripped out of that environment to fortify you to meet the need that you have. So that you can come to full term. And when you come to full term, you don't even say when a baby's gonna be born. Now, I know they have uh, uh, induced, you know, labor and, and cesarean. So I know they got that, but naturally, you, know, you don't know when that baby's gonna be born. And you're just waiting. say so about that. I'm just saying when you are planted in that environment, the power of a seed. Paul 
Paul said it like this in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 21. He said, all things are yours. So whatever you need to strip out of that environment to help you meet your destiny, it's stripped. Jesus said, there's a donkey in town and he's tied up. You go untie him and bring him to here. Here, if anybody asks you, what are you doing untie my donkey? You tell him one thing, the seed has need of him. Is this the right group? You're known and you will be raised up in the most hostile environments known to men. But you got to realize that in those places of darkness, light shines brightest. Watch this. And the anointing works more powerful. You got that scripture in Micah chapter 4. He says, be in pain and labor to bring forth, O daughter of Zion, that you like a woman in travail, for now shall thou go forth out of the city and thou shalt dwell in the field, watch this, and thou shalt go even to where? That's the world. There shall thou be what? Delivered. There the Lord shall redeem thee from the hand of the enemies. Notice Joseph. Joseph couldn't bring forth that anointing while he was up there with his brothers with all that hate. Notice what he did. He got replanted in where? Egypt. And once he went down to Egypt, the anointing kicked in. Come on, the anointing kicked in. So some, sometimes you need to change environments. And when you change environments, that is on the inside of you, start kicking in. Say amen to me. Now, your mouth. Because pressure, <laughs> pressure comes. All right, I want to show you this. Y'all with me? Yeah. She is Mr. Stand up, baby. It's Mr. Blue Living Word Christian Center. There she is. Okay, uh, um, I'm preparing things for the house. Okay, just, <laughs> all right, now, all right, now watch this, watch this, stay, stay with me now, stay with me. Uh, where am I, where, where did I say I was going? Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got to sow some seed to get some harvest, my friend. <laughs> Watch this, Genesis 37, and look at verse 33. This is Jacob. Uh, Jacob had some sons, and uh, Joseph was one of them. Joseph had a dream that he was going, and he's going to take over everything. He had a dream that he was in a man of dominion. He was in, he was in control of everything. Watch this. Now, what happened? He told his brothers, brothers got jealous. Now they're going to plan to kill him. But they decided not to kill him, but to sell, sell him as a slave. All right? But notice what happened. This is found in verse 33. What happened? They didn't kill him, threw him in a pit, sold him. And now they brought back his coat that they dipped in animal blood and brought it back to the father. Watch what the father said in verse 33. 
He knew it and said, my son, this coat, an evil beast has devoured him. Children without doubt rent in pieces. Check it out now. Watch this. And Jacob rent his clothes and put sackcloth on his loins and mourned for his son many days. Check it out. And all his sons and all the daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. And he said, for I will go down into the grave into my son mourning. What did he do? The blessing that was on his life ensured that his children would be blessed. Watch this. But he looked at some false evidence that appeared real. That's called fear. False evidence appearing real. And notice what he did. He spoke it. Let me tell you what happens when you speak it. Look at Numbers chapter 14, please, and verse 28. They said, Joshua and Caleb came back with the 12, 10 spies and said, hey, let's go up at once and possess the land. We're well able to overcome it. We got the victory. Let's go get it. What did the others say? We'd be not able to go up that, that land. Those giants are bigger than us. We're like grasshoppers. Now watch what God says about what they both said. Watch this. Say unto them, as truly as I live, saith the Lord, as you have spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. Watch this. Put it up there, please, in the NIV. So tell them, as surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do to you the very thing I heard you say. A lady came up here. I said, how did you get rid of that cancer? She said, I never said what the, good, what the, what the doctor said. Oh, they're doing their professional work, but you serve a higher God. Come on now. You serve a God that is sending you into a place as sheep among wolves. He knows that the devil is operating on a spiritual power, but he didn't, he forgot, devil forgot about your God. Now look at the difference in Daniel. In Daniel chapter 3, isn't this good? Yeah. Daniel chapter 3, and look what it says here in verse, I'll start reading at verse 16. They were going to throw Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego in the fire. Shadrach and Abednego said this, answered and said, I said to thee, King Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. Watch this, watch this now. If it be so, our God whom we serve, he is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he what? Will deliver us out of your hand, O king. Stop right there. What am I saying to you? That you're going to be in a tight place. Now what you going to say? You got what I'm saying? If you're going in there to change Satan's system, you better get ready for some pressure because he will try to put pressure on you to make you even talk about your mama. And I'm saying, no, not literally. But my point to you is, he's going to try to put pressure on you to make you bow down. And all you got to say, no, no. The God that I serve, he's going to deliver me. So Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21 says one thing, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19 says this, glory to God. It says, 
I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, do what? Choose life that both you and your seed shall live. Psalm 91 says a thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come nigh you. He said, with long life, I will satisfy you and show you my salvation. Let me tell you, my friend, you are on the way up. You are not going down. You are not going under. You're going to be winning. You're not going to be losing. You have lost your last battle. So I'm here to tell you, whatever you've been dealing with, this is the last day you're going to deal with it. This is your year of restoration. Now give God praise. Woo-wee! You were designed for a purpose. You were not designed to merely survive through life, no matter what your situation looks like. It's not too late for God. Now is the time to operate in the power of God and take back what was stolen from you. This is your season of restoration. Call right now at 1-800-711-9327 or go online to billwinston.org to receive your very own copy of the four-message series, Restoring the Years. In this Revelation Pack series, Dr. Bill Winston expands on the most powerful force in the universe, the anointing. These messages are sure to increase your knowledge of how to walk continually in the spirit and trusting wholeheartedly in the word of God. It's time to reach a higher level of influence and receive the generational increase you are meant to have. When you call today, you'll receive this collection as your choice of CD or DVD, which is designed to offer you continual encouragement and inspiration to take dominion and advance the kingdom of God. And if you order right now, you'll also get the thousand times more anointing single teaching on your choice of CD or DVD. This life-changing message by Dr. Winston will strengthen your belief in the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God. You'll learn how to use the anointing to produce His results in your life today. Peace, comfort, strength, abundance, prosperity. It's all yours with the anointing of the Holy Spirit in you. It's now time to declare the manifestation of God. God's original purpose and plan for you. Call right now, 1-800-711-9327 or visit us online at billwinston.org.
Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Now remember, you need faith to get to your destiny. So don't forget to subscribe and click on the notification bell so that you don't miss any of our videos. This is Bill Winston. I love you and keep walking by faith.